I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you serious? So, hello, this is How to Kill an Hour. My name's Marcus Bronzy. You're about to kill some more time with us with an E3 special. And we're using the power of the internet and microphones in hotel rooms to bring back uh, Louise Blaine I'm in France at the moment you're in LA it's uh, midnight and E3 has just finished for 2019 Uh, we spoke the other day Louise with regards to what happened pre the main event and now you've had a few days in 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 the main section I don't know is it unfair to call it the main the main part of E3 because it's like the big conference centre do I feel like um, I feel like E3 has gradually lengthened over the years. Like it used to be <laughs> E3, all the conferences would take place on one day yeah. and then E3 would take place the next few days. But now it's over the whole weekend. You've got EA Play on the Saturday and then all the conferences start on the Sunday and then you've got more conferences on the Monday. So by the time you actually get to the Tuesday yeah. and the show starts, you feel like you've already had a mini E3 so had a mini, before you even get mini to E3. Mini E3 before the main convention, yeah. But yes, now I've had it all. Yes. So it's quite, it's, it's it's really, do you know what's really exciting about E3 and it's always what feels the most fortunate and why I always feel so lucky is that all the games that are announced at the conferences, I then get to go and see in more detail and then I get to speak to the people behind it and suddenly it's not just about, um, it's not just about video on screens that are being streamed. It's about people who are actually making these things and sometimes you get to be in the position that people haven't actually seen anyone play their games and suddenly you're the first person that's playing their game in front of them or you know they so they're suddenly seeing people react to them so suddenly E3 is the the human side of video games that we don't normally get to see and that's I always find that very very fortunate and I guess that's where I'm going to springboard before you even ask me what my favorite um, games are I sat with uh, a watchdogs legion uh, developer yeah. and played Watch Dogs Legion, which is absolutely one of my games of the show. I think I said I was excited about it um, earlier in the week. I am more excited about it now, Marcus. I am so much more excited about it now. This entire idea of this Brexitified London, where <laughs> there's sort of there's robots uh, doing human jobs and humans are being put into camps and people are being removed and it's this horrible oppressive state um, and it's in London mm. and it's this incredibly created London which is it's not post apocalypse but it's definitely not London as we know it. Ooh, why? It's because you were rather excited about this before you went and got hands on. So yeah. 
and and London as a backdrop for for a computer game. I feel like we've as very biased as a Londoner. I feel like I've not seen enough London over the years. So uh, well, how? So you you've kind of said this post post uh, <laughs> Brexit apocalyptic London. So like Brexit London, like so yeah, like what? How, what's the detail like? Because in Watchdog games, I, f- I feel like there's very high attention to detail. So what's what's that like? Yeah, so Ubi's really gone to town on this world. Like, if you you go to Trafalgar Square and there's been all these protests happening Mm -hmm. and there's food banks, so you've kind of got... It reminds me, like, a little bit of LA in the fact that you have all this... You've got, like, super rich people, but then you've got people against things. Yeah sort of major poverty and you've got all of these different types of people all vying for for power really and there's all these there's a it's a police state basically and everyone is armed but what's really cool and that's the thing what's really cool about watchdogs legion is the fact that you are not just one hero Mm. you are not just the one person you're not i think it was it marcus in the second watchdogs was he called marcus am i making that up great name it was marcus it's a great name great name for a hero however (laughs) we have multiple heroes i'm not dissing anything about having one hero but we have multiple heroes in watchdogs legion which is why it is legion so basically um you are one of many who are against you know the the state but what you have to do so you're you're wandering around as one person and i was wandering around as helen who is the pensioner that you see <laughs> in the <laughs> in the reveal who she's well up on her tech she's got her little sentry gadgets she's got turrets she can hack into stuff but what you can also do is if you select it's kind of like previous watchdogs games you select someone in the world and you'll find out about them. You'll find out their name. Uh, You'll find out what they do. Mm -hmm. You'll find out what they specialize in. um, And you'll find out everything about them, what they're doing, um, what their schedule is. Maybe I saw someone that was going to be in the pub with their wife until one o'clock. And then that would have changed as as time progressed. And you can do that with every single person you see. Now, that's interesting enough, right? The fact that they've all got that. But then what you can do is you can put them on your, your sort of, your menu of tracked people and you can bring them onto your side so you can convince them to join the rebellion and what you need to do to do that is you need to do various quests to help them to bring them to your side and what you can then do is once you've convinced them is then you become them and you then you then go through the story there's five major stories in it and you go through it as them so every cutscene suddenly has that person in it so you could choose anyone in the pub and then you could take anyone in the pub on your story with you and play with them. You know, that's what that's what Legion is. It, it brings you the choice, the ultimate choice of who you want to play as. And then you can go and personalise them. You can go out and get a London hat. You can get some Union drag trousers for them. And you can take that into the cutscenes as well. And what's amazing is the fact that you could just, you know, there's three different speci- uh, sort of specialisms. There's a, there's the hacker type, uh, there's the, um, there's sort of run and gun, the sort of solid one, and then there's, um, there's a sort of different sort of stealth um, ones. There's three different main different types of fighter you can have. Yeah. But you can eat, and if you maybe have come to a mission point where someone stealthy is better, then you could just, you know change it to one of your people that you've sort of hired who is like that but at the same time you don't need to do that you can just play as the same type of character the same character and it's got permadeath so if you lose them they're gone for good and you, you're you're hoovering up someone else and you're becoming part of someone else's life and I only had sort of half an hour with it but I can only imagine 
the, the, the endless hours that you can have fun with just playing with London and playing with its cars and bikes and using its... The, the London Underground is, of course, the fast travel system. Oh, yes. It's, Marcus, I'm not it's real life. incredible. It's so <laughs> exciting. Unlike real life, which works, where it's a very slow travel system. Yeah. However, in, in, in Watch Dogs, it's, it's ace. I'm sorry, I've yeah. just ranted about it, but it's, it's excellent. That's great. So, the, so, so, so basically, it's got the real London experience, but without, without the delays. That's good. That's yes. good to know the None tube the works. Delays. And and if you know you're stuck in traffic, you can just <laughs> you can just drive and crash. And uh, do, do you know what was interesting? Playing on the correct side of the road. Yes. Driving on the correct side of the road is a brilliant and wonderful thing, and we should get to do it more. I like that, and I like the fact that you've been in LA, LA for a few days, and you're still calling it the correct side of the road. Yeah, the dev said that I was being quite passive aggressive, but I didn't think so. <laughs> hey, listen, you've got to refer it down like that. You sound, if I'm honest, Louise, you sound super, you sounded very excited about this the other day, and oh. it sounds like it's delivered. Marcus? Yep. Hello? I'm with you. Oh, oh, are you back? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I'm with you. Oh, you were gone. Oh, that's, uh... That's the trickery of uh, 4G, where I'm, I'm. I'm in France at the moment, in a in a in a place where the reception isn't too sexy. So, are you, are you back again? Yes, I've got you back. Perfect. You're fine. Perfect. So, yeah, I was just basically saying that you sound really, really excited. You, the other day when you mentioned this uh, title to, to me, you sounded like you were. It was it was full of promise, and it sounds like it's in that half an hour that you've had to play. It sounds like it's really delivered. So that's Watchdogs Legion. When's that going to drop? So that's next year. It's mm. March next year. So 2020 is becoming dangerously full because Cyberpunk, which is oh, my yes. other big game of the show, oh, yes. is coming out in April next year as well. Yes, so we had the big Keanu Reeves reveal the other day, which has added the power of celebrity into this title that's been really doing the rounds in terms of excitement, inciting conversation since last year at E3. So where are we at now in 2019 with Cyberpunk? Well, what's really cool is I, until now, I'd never really understood how Cyberpunk's world was going to work. Mm. You know, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't see how, how it was all going to play out. It all looked very cool with all its neons and stuff. But now I've seen a 40 minute behind closed doors um, demo yeah. of it working and it's not just beautiful but the the idea of this world where you can be exactly the cyberpunk that you want to be, <laughs> you can choose exactly how they are, who they are, all the way down to the fact that you can choose a backstory. So you choose a backstory whether you were a street kid or whether you're a corporate background or whether you were rich. So you, you choose these different backgrounds. And what's amazing is that obviously because it's CD Projekt Red, you're, you're going into dialogue trees, you're going into decision making. This is all based on an obviously a, a pen and paper RPG. Yeah. Um, and you are making decisions that matter and you are given the opportunity to say things based on the type of person you are. So you can see that if you had a, if you were a street kid, you could say one thing and even that option is actually greyed out. So if you don't have that background, you can't say that. <laughs> you, could see, you can see that you could say it. You know, it's about having th this level of choice is astonishing. You can keep sort of delving into these decision trees and, and these conversations to, to actually have meaningful conversations with people in the world. And, you know, speaking of meaningful conversations, we need to bring in the breathtaking Keanu Reeves into this. Oh. He plays the ghost of um, Johnny Silverhand. And 
he is someone that only you can see. So he'll actually just appear in the world <laughs> and no one else can see him. He just kind of stutters into existence and says something smart and then maybe disappears again and lets you continue on. So he's like this really interesting voice in your head. Um, wow. What was, cool, what was cool about Cyberpunk was just, you know just seeing this world, this incredible light, these the amazing contrast between kind of sort of apocalyptic looking areas. We were in an area called Pacifica, which was kind of a, intended to be this kind of beachside paradise for really rich people, but it all fell through. So all that's left is these kind of concrete facades and the the sort of augmentation community have moved in. So suddenly that these are places that people are buying tech mm. and you've got this amazing sort of LA style light, but all this sort of bare concrete, but also this massive focus on technology, but it's all a bit scuzzy and strange. So it's really, really cool. And that's, you know, before you've ended up personalizing your own skills and seeing what you're going to, what you're going to focus on or whether you're going to get super strength. So whether you can maybe get to a door that someone who didn't have super strength couldn't pull apart, you know, like they literally, you can see this sort of first person animation of these sort of augmented hands sort of yanking open these doors because you've got the power to do it. I mean, it's that kind of thing that you're going to have these choices and you're going to play these things that you're going to think, oh, I'm really glad I put my skill points into this or that <laughs> or one thing. Or So it's going to be, even in just that one, you know, this one section that I saw, it was cool to be able to see not just the relationships with the factions of sort of Night City, but also the different ways that you're going to be able to do things dependent on the choices that you make. Wow. <laughs> it's all I can say. <laughs> That's so, was I too enthusiastic? No, not at Maybe all. Maybe I was too enthusiastic. No, I think... But it just, yeah. it feels like such potential. Such potential. Okay, right. And this is another 2020 on the calendar, isn't it? Yes, this is April 2020. Man, 2020 yeah. is looking like one heck of a year. So that's two great games. I've, I've, I've just got to say, what's next, Louise? What else have you seen? So I also, today, my actually my last and final game of E3 was Control, the new Remedy Entertainment game, yes, um, which is actually out in August, so you don't need to wait until March twenty twenty okay, to play cool. this one, right, right, which is good. good. Um, it's it's this really cool supernatural action adventure where you play this great uh, character. She's called Jessie Faden, and she has a brilliant leather jacket and great boots. All about the leather. Telekin- oh, it obviously yeah. is, and she's got this these telekinetic powers that she can lift stuff up in the world around her mm. and throw it at things. Cool. And I'm not going to spoil anything about the story, but um, in terms of the mechanics around it and the flow of it, you're sort of juggling these amazing revolvers and these incredible powers as you, as you sort of dash in different directions, but also slam enemies with throwing things at them. And I'm very excited about this game. I only saw a sort of a half an hour chunk, mm-hmm. but it's full of sort of really surreal imagery and um, really interesting architectural decisions and characters are doing sort of very interesting things and talking almost in riddles. So it feels like sort of Alice in Wonderland down the down the rabbit hole with superpowers and it's it's very good. Awesome. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Awesome. And um, you're also over at Rebellion as well. I, I was stalking your Twitter feed. That's yes. what Evil Genius too. Yeah, so Rebellion, actually, they've got a stack of really good games. So Evil Genius 2 is a layer... So it's Evil Genius 2 World Domination, mm. I think is the name. And it is, as you will guess from the fact that it's got a 2 on it, it is the sequel mm-hmm. uh, to the original Evil Genius, uh, which was also a layer management so sim. So basically, your aim is to be the ultimate supervillain. Um, and basically, it's... If you've been playing anything like Two Point Hospital and stuff recently, mm-hmm. and the idea of being a villain... A villain simulation appeals mm, to you. Yes, this is—it's brilliant. It's the fact that you've got this sort of island paradise that you have to hide a, you have to hide a, and maybe a casino on or or a holiday <laughs> set of holiday houses. But actually, underneath, there's all kinds of nefariousness happening, and you're training up minions to do your bidding <laughs> and send them out across the world, and you're training up minions to be strong and yes. do different things. And but the cool thing is, and it's really really cool, is that um, obviously the forces of good. I mean, they don't want you to be a villain, right? They they want you to they don't, they want you to fail. So every so often they'll sneak in. So what you have to do is you have to build traps so that the good guys <laughs> fall into like shark tanks or fall through lasers or get blown into shark tanks. So you can even sort of line up different traps so that you can <laughs> so that you can get rid of the good guys that are arriving to stop your reign of terror occurring. It's it's really cool. It's um we saw a lot of sort of um concept design for it and we saw we actually saw a a sort of base level of the game where you were looking at um different levels of a a base and how it'll all work and how all the minions will work and they'll have barracks to sleep in and it's it's a very cool concept and and it's such it's something that i want to get on i want to get on straight away but again that's another 2021 and one that's slightly sooner i think is uh, zombie army 4 Mm -hmm. Uh, oh no yes zombie army 4 dead war that's the one, yeah. now this is yeah so nazi the nazi zombie army trilogy uh, it was out a couple of years ago it's been out a while on pc but they brought it out on consoles as a trilogy and it's you know it's if you've played any of snipers um, of rebellions shooters like sniper elite or strange brigade this is that but just honed just to slightly more perfection while the ultimate in sort of Romero style zombies are staggering after you and it's it's a ridiculous amount of fun like there's so many zombies so you constantly feel like you're on the edge of absolute nothing but at the same time you've got this kind of dark humor about it too as you're sort of blowing off heads and they're falling into they're falling off high heights on top of you or you can turn on a <laughs> fan to chop them up yes there's all there's there's loads of cool stuff about it and it just it feels like this 
great B-movie vibe and there's sort of pentagrams everywhere. And I had a literal blast uh, playing it. It was so much fun. I really, as um, because their shooters just feel like you're properly shooting, they don't feel... Some some games you play in that the shooting just kind of feels a bit pathetic, like you're not actually squeezing a trigger. Mm. But there's something about rebellion shooters that just feel just right. And if you like the idea of battling, you know, hordes of zombies, you can play this um, sort of co-op, or you can play it on your own. And if you play it on your own, it feels more like a sort of survival horror that you're yeah. trying to get through because there are there are so many. Um, but if you play it together, then it becomes a bit more of a sort of Left for Dead vibe. So there's sort mm. of doing things together and telling each other what you're up to and things. But but I I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, Dead Army, it's great. Good, I, I do love setting a good old trap for zombies and rebellion games. Oh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I've got to ask, what else? Because I know I know you've been around. I mean, were there any unexpectedly uh, great games out there as well? Because you've kind of spoken about a bunch of games that we kind of and 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 titles that we expected big things from. So, was there anything that surprised you pleasantly? So, uh, some good surprises. I'll be fast. I'll try and be fast here. But um, so I got hands on with um Mike Bethel's. John Wick game, which is called John Wick Hex. Now, it's really interesting because a lot of people said, oh, this is John Wick, but it's turn-based. Now, it's actually, it's not turn-based. It is top-down and you are constantly planning your moves. Mm -hmm. But John Wick Hex is all about time. So it's not turn-based in the fact that you keep planning what you're going to do next on a timeline to make sure that so... If, whether you take a step in any direction takes 0.2 seconds, for mm-hmm, instance. Mm-hmm. But say another enemy appears and it will take them 0.4 seconds to bring up a gun and shoot you. Yeah. So you need to work out what you can do in that time that's faster. So it's a little bit like super hot, where obviously in super hot, you move, time moves. Yes. So it's a bit like super hot, but top down and John, with John Wick. And I had, initially I was like, oh, I, I don't really... Like it took a bit to get on board with. Yeah. You could do a lot of different things. You could sort of throw guns at enemies. You could strike and you can take them down. But all of a sudden, it just clicked. And suddenly I was dodging and rolling and throwing guns and picking up other people's guns because it's quite interesting. John Wick runs on John Wick rules, not video game rules. So when you're playing a video game, Marcus, <laughs> and I mean, I don't know if you're like me, but I constantly hit the reload button. Oh, yeah. Do you hit the reload Sla- button? I'm sm- I spam the shit out of it. Of course. Yeah, of course you do. So... But in this, if you slam the reload button, you will lose all the bullets in that first magazine. And you don't have that many bullets. So it's all about bullet management. So you want to make sure that you get all the way down to your last bullet before you reload. And even that, even adding that as an element is interesting because suddenly... you don't want to take the time to reload because reloading takes like three seconds. And in John Wick time, three seconds is the time between you and death. That's forever. So you've yeah. got to, th- you, exactly, you've got to think about what you're doing. It takes you four seconds to bandage yourself. You know, you mm. don't have time for that stuff. So it's really interesting mapping out this tiny minutiae on a timeline mm-hmm. of how you survive as John Wick. And and the cool thing is it it, it doesn't, look you know like the action adventure you'd expect it to be you know sort of massive bullets flying everywhere but it actually feels if not more just as if not more satisfying to beat four goons who all have guns but you've only got one but you've still outsmarted them so that's cool and another game that i really liked um i don't know if you've if you're into planet coaster which is the frontier roller coaster management sim Mm -hmm. yeah it's not not my kind of game i'm aware of it though yeah but they're but they're releasing Planet Zoo, 
which is where yes. you create a zoo. And they've made a big, they've been working on it for, I think it's two or three years. Um, and it's not just DLC to Planet Coaster. In the fact, it's you, you, they've done so much work on creating the animals. So the animals will behave exactly as animals should. Like, and they look amazing. They've done all kinds of work on their fur. So I saw some very fuzzy looking giraffes. Um, but genuinely, I think I will lose hours to Planet Zoo because you've got to focus on keeping your guests happy, but also your animals happy, but also educating your guests and sort of focusing on conservation. So if you like simulation games, yeah. Planet Zoo is like crack. <laughs> Cracky. Uh, listen, you've got to have one crack, can put that game. on the. You can put that on the poster. Put that That's on the poster. Animal crackers. That's it. Animal crack. Oh, oh I came up with a go. pun and everything. <sighs> amazing yeah. so yeah um so yeah they put a lot of work in so it's kind of like the tycoon game striving for that kind of animal realism in it that perfection yeah and i'm trying to think of oh oh i i mean i played that um well i watched a behind closed doors uh demo of the avengers game right so that was interesting so we had a little conversation about this uh so there's been a lot of hype around Avengers this year, clearly, because of the movie universe. So the first thing I feel like a lot of people are going to compare this to is the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how they portray, how Square has portrayed this in the game. How, what did you get from the trailer that you saw in comparison? So so the trailer, I can see, like, I initially felt like, I think we talked about it earlier yeah. in the week, that none of they don't look the same. They haven't got the likenesses. Okay. But in this Behind Closed Doors demo, so the trailer that we saw, yeah. saw Avengers Day happening yes. and going very, very wrong. Yes. Captain America dying. Yes. Now, what I saw was this bit at the start of the, the, this section of the start of the game, but I saw all the playable sections. So right. I saw the Thor action sequences as he whacked goons with Molnir as he spun this hammer and threw it and did the sort of very sort of typical Thor things of sort of that sort of undercut as things fly as goons fly off into the yes. air baseballs you know yeah. that kind of thing and all of that actually made me feel a whole lot better about the Avengers and right. I wish that they'd actually shown this gameplay because it's really slick it's I mean it's Chris, um, Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal they're obviously working very hard at creating something godlike where you actually feel like a superhero. Mm -hmm. So the Thor stuff, it was all flying capes and hammers and spinning and electricity. The Hulk stuff was great. It was all picking up goons and smashing them off each other. Wall running, wall running along areas. And the, then there was the sort of Black Widow sequence where she was battling the Taskmaster, who is the villain that's put up, um, that's kind of created this awful sort of situation where San Francisco's in flames okay. and there's all her, she's shooting with her pistols and she's all somersaults and quips and she's voiced by Laura Bailey um, who's been in Uncharted uh, and then you've got Troy Baker and Nolan North Ah, oh, um, Troy and Nolan, yeah, so yeah. Got, yeah, exactly you've got these big characters and then there was an Iron Man section where you're flying as Iron Man and you're hitting people with your repulsor um, blasts and things and you're, it, it's it's kinetic, it's cinematic. The stuff that I was looking at looked like it was directed by Michael Bay, but in a good way. It was mm -hmm. massive amounts of destruction. You know, all of these things make me feel a lot better than that initial trailer. Yeah. You know, that it makes me think if that's pro this is probably just the tutorial for how to make how to work these characters. Okay. And if that's just the tutorial, what's ahead of that is a sort of four player single player to four player campaign 
but then an end game, mm. literally, <laughs> um, which is a bit like sort of um, Destiny's sort of games as a service thing. So I think it will be really interesting to see how they do that. But the moveset that they have for these characters and, and the combat and the sort of witty puns as they send people into the sort of abyss, it was all a lot of fun. Mm. Like, it was all... And I, there was a lot of people really enthusiastic in my um, my demo. There was people that were really that were absolutely loving it, and they were playing it there. You know, they were playing Good. a real build of the game. Good. And it's I, I find it a shame that people couldn't see it because I think people would have felt a lot better than just seeing these faces that aren't quite the faces they recognise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 hard, even though you know there is a, a general awareness that when it comes to Marvel when it comes to any kind of computer game, there there are different universes. There can be computer game universes, there's movie universes, there's TV universes. Like There can be an infinite number of universes where there's different yeah. characters. But I feel like because of the the impact that the cinematic universe has had, that's something that Square had to be careful with and, and when they delivered this game. But it sounds, though, like they've... That sounds really good. I mean, how is the tone? Is, is the tone as comedic... Is it a bit more straight laced? I mean, how how is it compared to, to, yeah, how is it compared to the Avengers that we see in Endgame? Because that's going to be the main comparison. You know, I'd say it's kind of on a par, and I think okay. it's a hard thing. I think it's a hard thing for them to do. Yeah, it I is. mean, it's not it's not always going to land. I'll be honest; it's not always going to have that superhero landing that we're quite used to. Mm. But there was there was a lot of humor. They were sort of bantering back and forth. Thor is very sort of arrogant as Thor is. Yes. You know? Um, I, you know, I have the strength to save you as I, you know, pull this lorry off you. And, and I, you know, it was, it made me smile. You know, it's not the same level. And the problem is it's not the same level of writing that we've seen from, you know, 22 Marvel movies. Yeah. It's not exactly the same, but I will say it does have a good tone to it. You okay. know, th- these, they, they work together this lot. Um, they have their own dialogue and I think something that we'll get used to seeing you know if if you play a game for a couple of hours you know we played spider-man and it wasn't it wasn't our marvel you know mm, version mm, it was our own spider-man mm. it, it was a you know playstation spider-man and i think that's something that i think if avengers it continues to be as and, and plays as well as it looks mm. then i think after a couple of hours we'll probably be quite used to these new versions yeah yeah i mean and the fact that you're comparing it to, to last year's spider-man that was that was one of my favorite titles last year oh so good um, so good because they just they just it just worked you know a lot of work went into yeah. making it feel seamless so hopefully yeah. we can get an experience that's you know on, on par with that because yeah. you know that was, that was a great title oh, wow. sounds like you've had an amazing time an amazing yeah, time. Nice. Two doses yeah. of Keanu. I, I, I've, I've got to come back. What, is John Wick, how Keanu-y is it? Because uh, everybody knows cyberpunk. He's definitely in that. I mean, there's all sorts of articles. There's people asking about how intimate you can get with Mr. Reeves in the game. Uh, how keanu is, is... Yeah. <laughs> Unclear on John Wick. There will obviously... What I, I didn't see any cutscenes or anything. Right. I just saw the game itself. Right. Um, obviously, there will be cutscenes. Yeah. So... Um, there will be story. And what's also cool is the sections that I was doing, mm-hmm. um, you still had the same amount, going back to that bullet thing, yeah. um, you still had the same amount of gun, of guns in your next level as you did in the previous. So it's not like you just kind of landed with yeah. a fresh set of guns. Like from start to finish, you I just have the guns that you have and you just awesome. have the ammo that you have. Awesome. So it's cool. Speaking of shooters, yep. I played uh, Borderlands 3, oh, which is Looty... 
looty, shooty, brilliant fun. I played as Mose the Gunner, mm-hmm. who is the third. Uh, we've, there's four new Vault Hunters. We already saw uh, the Operative Zane and we saw a Siren as well. And now we've got uh, Mose the Gunner. And Mose the Gunner's special ability is uh, getting into a mech, a bit like D.Va. Uh, it's called the Iron Bear, which is a lovely, <laughs> cuddly name. And um, you can totally personalise this mech so you can make it so that you're right trigger will fire you know grenades and your left trigger will fire a flamethrower you can absolutely personalize because they've got all these super customizable action skills now in Mm, borderlands that mm, wasn't there before mm. so you can really customize her and there's tons of guns and there's whole new areas and you can now mantle and you can slide and feel like a bit of a badass but another game where i felt like a complete badass and i will finish here was doom eternal oh go on go on oh please my words marcus yes you have suddenly Doom Eternal has whether you're chainsawing enemies or you're swinging on monkey bars and landing on them and doing glory kills by sticking a shotgun in their mouths and you're squishing skulls and you're shooting things off things and it turns out you've got a flamethrower above your left shoulder and it just feels incredible you you've got all these extra moves you can climb up stuff you've got a double you've got a double jump you've got a dash this mid-air dash that you can do and everything wants to kill you but suddenly killing them back feels like this just dance of absolute joy. I mean, it's gory as anything. Yeah. Exploding heads, yes. taking things to bits. Um, but I played, the level that I played was on Phobos. Um, the Doom Slayer was was on Phobos. And it just, it just was like amazing. Yeah, the, the, the shotgun was brilliant. It felt properly dizzyingly fun. Um, mm. I cannot wait to just plug it into my veins and just murder everything. I cannot wait. <laughs> and you can put that in, in a nice on way. the poster. In a nice way. I can't. Yeah, that can go on the poster. In the nice way, I'm a completely balanced individual. Yes. You know, yes. completely sane. Completely I sane. I do other things. I enjoy nice walks, nature, that kind of thing. But I also like to. Also like stepping on heads. <laughs> so basically, they've turned it up to, to 11 again. Because I feel like every time you get on a Doom title, they've they've taken it up another level. Um, also, when you're kind of in that Wolfenstein kind of feel of game, you know, the hyper violence and the crazy storyline is all, all adds together. So, yes, I'm looking forward to more of that from Doom. Great, great stuff. Right. Yeah, lots of good games. Lots. Of so I'm going to I'm going to ask you a question that everybody hates me asking them. I asked it loads last year throughout E3 to everybody that I spoke to. I think we had we actually had this conversation, but I'm going to ask you now. Favorite title across the last few days? I know it's a hard question, <clears throat> but I've got to hit you with it. Um. Oh, it's so close. The thing is, it's so close between Cyberpunk and Watchdogs. Right. So close. Like both of those, I cannot pick between. Oh, I didn't even get. Oh, okay. Go on, go on. One bonus one. Yeah. You get a bonus oh, one, yeah, which cool. is Dying Light. Dying Light 2. Oh shit, yes. I saw I saw a behind closed doors demo of Dying Light 2 which has even more zombie parkour, even more amazing post post apocalypse. So it's 15 years after the last one, so everything's gone kind of greener mm-hmm. and people are still sort of existing and there's all kinds of new zo- zombie enemy types because obviously the infection has evolved. Obviously. But what's especially cool about Dying Light, which is in absolutely in my top 5, is um again with the choice so you've got dialogue options you've got choice that genuinely matters and if you make choices certain choices in the game entire regions of the game will open up or not happen or you'll, you'll end up with some enemies all de- all dependent on the choices you make so the way that they're trying to say that i mean if you say but i want to see it all they'll say 
go and play with someone else go and play in mm. someone else's world because that's the way you'll do it because it's got co-op um, but yeah I was very very excited by Dying Light 2 it's very very cool but yes but that's not in my top 2 but it is very cool okay. but yeah it's um, Cyberpunk 2077 Watch Dogs Legion both out next year both are, look absolutely brilliant and I can't wait to see more of them at Gamescom okay right so you've given us two I feel like squeezing yeah, you I feel like saying gun to your head if you had to pick Cyberpunk. one okay okay cool fair enough <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. Yeah, it's definitely two. Definitely two. I, I can't really. Yeah, I can't really split it. Guns your head. Yeah, cyberpunk. All right, there you go. Is it? Is well, it? You put a gun to my head. Yeah, fair enough. Is it the? Is it the Keanu factor that's helped, or or is it just? Is it? No. Is it? Is it because? Because you know what, it is great to see some big celebrity endorsement in gaming because I feel like it does deserve that level of of celebrity because it, you know we're talking about the biggest media format in the world. So, is it that, or, or is it just because you've seen enough? It, it's because I've seen it now. Oh, I understand it yes. now. Do you know what? If I had heard that Keanu was in it and I hadn't seen the demo, I mean, it's, it wouldn't be in my top five, obviously. Yeah. Because, sure, you can add a celebrity on something, but that's that's kind of... It's almost like Cyberpunk doesn't even need Keanu. Yeah. You know? Keanu's just like shiny, shiny, sparkling icing on an already delicious cake yes. of murder and choice and augmentations. Mm. I think it's that potential... I think yeah. it's what appeals is the choice. The world is beautiful. The potential is there. You know, you can jump on your bike and you can choose whatever night neon synth you're going to listen to as you drive across Night City yeah. and think about you know, yes. what you're going to do next and where you're going to go. And it's that potential just feels so potent and exciting mm. that Keanu Reeves is your imaginary friend is almost just as an aside. <sighs> Keanu Reeves icing on the cake. I'm a big stan so of Keanu, especially this year. He's kicked ass literally yeah he has uh yeah so um, i'm really excited for that right so thank you for the e3 update 2019 sounds like it has been a heck of a year loads of games it has i know this thank sounds you for like letting me rant at you about them oh, it's been a pleasure I'm, I'm really i know this sounds really obvious but the fact that and i said this in the last episode the fact that there's so many titles out there you know it's good to know that we're going to have a nice end to this generation of consoles like we're not getting that kind of wind down when it comes to gaming where, you know, you you just don't get any big releases. It feels like all of the, uh, everybody wants to go out with a bang as we kind of got, move over to the next gen of consoles next year. Absolutely. It's 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 going in the right exciting directions. Mm. You're right. So speaking of directions, what directions are you heading in now? The bar, probably. <laughs> my bed. My bed is the direction I'm going in for really? at least nine hours oh so you're not you're not out partying <laughs> no no end of e3 partying how very sensible well well i i was out eating lots of things and drinking caprinas earlier so nice. but i have a, a little bit of a day in la tomorrow before my flight so awesome i'm sure i can find something yes to get up to that isn't related to video games it, for the first time in a week yeah what well, i there's loads to do in la hey i'll tell you what get down there's, to that venice beach beautiful get some snapshots oh, yeah. that's the one. Oh, yeah get some sun indeed indeed oh yeah all right yeah, it is. I'll tell you what, I'm in France now, so we've had a bit of sun, but it's going to be nothing on the West Coast sun that you have right now. But enjoy yourself. Thank you very much for giving us another update um, on E3 2019. Um, I can't wait to get our hands on some of these titles that you've spoken about. Um, and we've got to get you in the studio at some point throughout the year as yeah, well. You're more than welcome to pop down and kill some time with us, especially when some of these titles drop as well. Absolutely, I'd love to. Okay. Thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. Uh, this has been How to Kill an Hour. This is part two of our E3 special. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one, uh, go back, download it, 
check that out as well because there's loads of great gamey chat as well from the lovely Louise Blaine. I've been Marcus Bronzy and you obviously have been the shiny demon. Can we, uh, by the way, that's your Twitter handle before I let you go uh, and your Insta yes. handle. Why is that for our listeners? Oh, it's because <laughs> once upon a time we were all 17 and foolish. Yes. Some, sometimes we listened to Tenacious D and there shined a shiny demon in the middle of the road <laughs> and we thought that was cool. And then suddenly... Yes. You, 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 suddenly I'm on podcasts and, and the radio and people are saying, where can I find you on Twitter? Yeah. And I'm saying, at shiny underscore demon yeah. is where you will find me. Suddenly you're verified under that as well. So you can't even really change I got that the now. Blue, that. I, got, I got the old blue tip yeah. next to shiny demon, which yeah. is, I was very fortunate. But yes, I'm shiny demon in both places, should you wish to find me. Awesome. Have you got an, an email to accompany that as well? Please tell me you've got shiny demon email address. You'll have to put it on the show. I, I did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I hope you still have it. Remember the password for I that. Do. Um anyway, yeah. So this has been Outskill an Hour. Uh, I've been Marcus Bronzy alongside the Shiny Demon, aka Louise Blaine. Plenty of ways to kill time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.